Bush and Ritchie with another edition of the Home Time podcast. And I need to be upfront and straight with you. Well, not just you as listeners, but Bush with you as well as you can't see me. I am kneeling on the floor right now to broadcast tonight. <laughs> what is going on? What's happened during the course of the last hour of the programme? <laughs> um, a plumber came round to quote on removing a sink from a bedroom. Uh, it's the same bedroom that I am doing the show in. I thought it was just a quick 30-second look at that and go, yeah, that'll cost you this much. He comes in and starts removing the sink. So I've had to move very quickly to another bedroom because, of course, you can't do a national radio show while someone's removing a sink in the corner of the room. But because of the urgency needed to do this, the facilities in this bedroom are non-existent. So um, the laptop and the microphone are on top of an upturned linen basket on the bed and I am kneeling on the floor to make it all work. It's a nightmare. So with your white linen bedding and a basket in front of you and you're kneeling down, you must feel a little bit like Anne Boleyn during Wolf Hall about to be beheaded uh, at the behest of uh, Henry VIII because it's the same sign of situation. I bet she had better knees and a better lower back, though. One Home Time Show, a different playlist that you can choose to listen to it on. Stream us through the free Absolute Radio app Tuesday afternoon. It's Bush and Ritchie. It's home time. Uh, so we've had high drama in the house here in the Bush household so far on this um, Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon. afternoon. I had to check my watch then. Just had to check my watch. Literally, that's son of the times. I had to look at my watch to find out what day it is. But we've had high drama uh, because our exercise bike broke. Okay, and obviously everyone's been doing different ways of just trying to keep fit at home and all that kind of thing. Got an exercise bike. It's been making a really weird clunking sound when me and my other half, Katie, have been on it. Uh, so we got a guy out to fix it today. Uh, and he said, after rattling around with his spanner for a little bit, he says, um, have you lost any cotton buds recently? And I was like, what are you talking about? And he handed me a fistful of, you know those cotton buds that you're, well, I know you're, not, you're not supposed to put in your ears anymore, are you? But cotton wool bud things that you get in yeah. boots or whatever. An absolute fistful of them. And it turns out our two-year-old daughter, uh, stroke Studio Ghibli cartoon character Thea, has been stuffing cotton wool buds into the main chassis of our exercise bike in the morning. So she gets out of bed whilst we're still in it sometimes and will run around our bedroom and say that she's cleaning stuff. Well, that cleaning means she's stuffing uh, Katie's uh, cotton wool buds into our exercise bike. Stuffed loads of them in there. It's unbelievable. That could have been a lot more expensive than it sounds like it is. Well, yeah, it could, I mean, I think if she'd have carried on, we'd have had some serious trouble, but it certainly explains <laughs> what the weird noise is. And do you know the strange thing with this? It's like a, a weird thing that you get sometimes with kids where they, they, they stuff things into things, just being curious and stuff. For example, uh, one of my cousins, Chris from Liverpool, I remember him famously, and bear in mind, he's, he's now in the Royal Navy, and we still bring this up to this day. Uh, he famously stuffed a jam sandwich into the family video cassette recorder in the <laughs> 80s. Back in the day when they, they were just out VCRs, not that many people had them, and he posted a jam sandwich in there and broke it. <laughs> Jade has tweeted the show to say, uh, guys, my brother stuffed jam sandwiches in the VHS. Another one. My cousin Chris did that. Uh, he's broken a stereo. He also broke our first PS3 by hitting it with a plastic hammer, pretending to fix it. He also pulled coals out of my auntie's fireplace all over her white rug. He was lethal when he was little. 
I got away very, very luckily uh, with an incident uh, with our toddler and some cheesy watsits and my MacBook, um, where he was ramming them into the uh, the, the USB ports and uh, the various little oh. different ports that you've got on the side of it that Apple decided to put on the side of their things. Not many these days. Um, but the thing about your cheesy watsit is, obviously, it crumbles quite quickly, so it doesn't get the chance to get rammed in so bad. So here's a little hack. Blue tack uh, gets those kinds of things out because, of course, you can mould it to the hole and then the stuff that's in there yeah. comes out with it. Mould it to the hole, that's the phrase of the night. Put that on a T-shirt. Uh, Guna for Life on Twitter says, uh, our daughter stuffed a load of plastic coins down the grill of our gas fire. As you can imagine, there was a stink and smoke everywhere. Next time we put it on. I have to say as well, just to throw her under the bus, Katie, my other half, uh, she was telling me the other day that she, when she was a kid, she posted her dad's credit card into the floppy disk drive of their first home computer. Uh, and that's like two nightmares in one. He couldn't find his credit card and his computer, computer was completely ruined as well. So uh, two for one there. Uh, Roberto is owning up to uh, destroying his dad's hi-fi amp when he was about five. Uh, found that uh, Uno cards went very easily into the gaps in the grill. Uh, and they only realised when they went to play a game of Uno and half the pack was missing. Love it. Uh, this text says, my 18-month-old sneezed once and a huge piece of pasta came flying out. He hadn't eaten pasta for a number of days, so he'd shoved it up there without me knowing. Oh. So he didn't break himself, but it was still quite funny seeing a bogey and snot-encrusted piece of pasta coming out after that long. So, so grim. Uh, Russell from Rayleigh's been on. He says, guys, my son was four at the time when he fed our dog Rufus 14 frozen pork sausages whilst the wife and I were busy. <laughs> Ow. Uh, to Liverpool and Jane, you've got a tale of uh, youngsters stuffing and throwing things they shouldn't. Yeah, so we were sat in front of my nan's open fire and my uh, my cousin just got hold of her purse. He was a bit older than me and started throwing um, all the tennis onto the open fire. Wow, it's like a, it's like a, a low-budget version of what the KLF did with a million pounds, famously, a few years ago. So what was the reaction to that? That must have been that your, your, uh, your auntie must have gone absolutely spare. My nan, she, I think she hoofed him. I know that's not particularly PC now, but uh, I think that's what I think he got a short shot kick up the arse. <laughs> there you go, different times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bless you. Well, listen, lovely to speak to you, Jane. Have a brilliant Tuesday night. Take Hi care. You, Take care. Bye. Steve has another tale of woe for us. Steve, take it away. I got a daughter who was um, five, well, three years old, and I just bought a Pioneer stereo system. Um, all CD interchange could go into my car, everything. And she'd been watching Postman Pat, and she started putting two P pieces into the slots where you put the CDs. And then I found um, it wouldn't work. I took it to the repair shop, and they said all they could find was two P pieces and one P pieces, and that's all. Oh, wow, and how much did that cost you to have it repaired, your, your pride and joy, um, your hi-fi? It didn't. It didn't. I, I didn't have any money at the time, so it was my pride and joy. So, um we had to basically um, go and buy another stereo system, but make sure it wasn't, it was childproof, basically. Steve, this wow. is awful. How much use, I mean, you say that you'd just gone and bought it. How much use did you get out of it before your daughter, Postman, patted it? Uh, about six months, I suppose. Oh, six dear, months. oh, dear. It's, it's a good job that uh, nowadays uh, they do special delivery service over on Postman Pat, which is full on parcel. <laughs> so it's a good job she wasn't watching that, otherwise it would have been wrecked. <laughs> Oh dear, yeah, I, I, I was just completely um, uh, silent. I just, 
I was for about three days. I just didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to talk to her. I didn't know what to do. I was absolutely gutted. But she was two years old. You couldn't do anything about it. And you're on speaking terms now? Uh, yeah, yeah. She's um, 26 now. She's a school teacher <laughs> in London. <laughs> <Brilliant>. <laughs> Uh, right, tomorrow evening, it's time for another Hometime Watch Along. This is where Bush and I, along with you, hit play on a movie at 8pm and we all watch it together. If you use the hashtag Hometime Watch Along on your socials, then we all chat together as well. But it's all about deciding what movie we're going to watch. Uh, last week, we went with the genre of comedy and uh, watched Shaun of the Dead. This week, we have decided to go with an animated film. Do you know what? Animation has come on leaps and bounds even in the past five or ten years. And there's, uh, you know, there used to be animated films which used to be for kids and that was it. But I think now they're so good. This, some of the Pixar movies are so amazing that uh, I reckon there's a good breadth of different things that we could choose here tonight. Do you know what I mean? Well, do you know what? Speaking of Pixar movies, only a couple of nights ago, over the weekend, uh, I was on uh, Disney Plus and I watched this this brand new one that has been released uh, called Soul. And I even said to my wife, I can't believe that this is animation. It, it's like as if it's real. It's And it was an amazing movie. So, so good. This is going to be a tough movie to choose. I wouldn't watch that film. I don't want to watch that film. Do you know why? Because it sets its stall out to try and make you cry. It's like people who go and watch Marley and me because they know they're going to have a good cry at it. <laughs> Did you cry while Soul was on? I didn't cry, no. Soulless, absolutely soulless. That's, what it is. <laughs> That's a litmus me. Test to see whether you've got any compassion. <laughs> yeah. uh, so there is an amazing amount of choice here. This, this is going to be a real tough category. You're absolutely right. There's so many different types of animated movies, modern ones and old school as well. Uh, so get in touch tonight, 8, 12, 15. You can text, you can tweet as well at Absolute Radio. But also over on our Facebook page is your chance to vote too. A couple here. Adrian says it's got to be Shrek, absolute classic, and it's really not for kids. Laugh out loud all the way through. I'd say it's for kids as well, but it is proper funny. And some adult laughs in there too. Mike's gone down a different route. It's a classic. He says, what about Watership Down? Mike, <laughs> it's tough times right now. We all need lifting. We don't need tea. Do you all though? I mean, I mentioned the old, scary, terrifying uh, Lord of the Rings animation would be my vote a bit earlier on. I'm kind of there with the the Watership Down thing. We keep everyone always references that movie as being this kind of one of the most depressing animated movies of all time. But I can't remember anything about it. So maybe we'd like to go back there and just see for ourselves out of curiosity. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Mate, I've got a feeling that if we chose that by half past nine tomorrow night, we would have reminded ourselves what it was about and all be in tears. There, there is a risk. There's an inherent risk. There's no two ways about it. Uh, Armand G on our Facebook page says, uh, what about a Studio Ghibli movie? maybe like spirited away do you know what? both my daughters are huge fans of those films spirited spirited away my uh neighbor totoro they're fantastic lot of suggestions for up lot of suggestions for monsters inc lot of suggestions coming in for who uh, who framed roger rabbit uh some of the more yeah. popular ones that are coming in but there are so many 
Uh, a couple I just want to rule out at a very early stage. Uh, someone suggested Moshi Monsters, which I took my eldest daughter Erin to see a few years ago. It was one of the worst animated films I've ever seen in my life. I had a really bad headache after it as well. So we're not watching <laughs> Moshi Monsters. Uh, Mark, who's a lovely fella on Twitter, has suggested Wallace and Gromit, which would be great. And I'm, you know, obviously spent a lot of my life in Bristol, so that's brilliant. But um, our youngest daughter, Thea, is obsessed with Wallace and Gromit. And we watch it every single night before bedtime at the moment. So I'm not sure I can do that again. Uh, whilst we're ruling movies out, uh, Josh, I speak directly to you and everyone that has suggested Sausage Party. I'm sorry, oh. it's a terrible movie and I'm not being told otherwise. We went to the cinema to watch Sausage Party and you know when you have one of those moments like Joey and Friends where everyone around you is laughing and you don't get it? Yes. I just couldn't believe what they found funny about it. It's like, what is this? It's the, the film I've been the closest to walking out the cinema during. Unbelievable. <laughs> and just to bring it round to some positivity, yeah. Neil Jameson, Disney's Robin Hood is one of the greatest Disney movies oh. and the animated Maid Marian. <laughs> uh, Lucy Joss and Amy Murray have both, uh, within seconds of each other, completely different people, uh, basically said the same thing, saying Emperor's New Groove. What an underrated film. Emperor's New Groove. Hilarious. Underrated Disney classic. I I've never seen the Emperor's New Groove. I've never heard of it. Literally never heard of it before. If anyone else has seen that film, give us some more intel. It could end up being the one that we watch. Scott in Aberdeen says, uh, what about the 90s classic Sid the Sexist? Visit its best. <laughs> <laughs> um, some slightly different values from Viz uh, Pixar, Mark Edwards saying a couple of Pixar movies for you uh, either The Incredibles, which is a great movie uh, or Wally, uh, if you fancy watching that uh, and then Paul says, what about Transformers the movie from 1986 we can all cry together when Optimus Prime dies could it be the one, we need to make a decision next here we go The computer has randomly and hygienically spat out a name. Let's hope it's yours. Let's get dialing. Hello. Hello, it's Absolute Radio here. Who's this? It's Linda. Hello. Hello, Linda. It's Bush and Richie from the Home Time Show. Where are you from, Linda, oh. and what do you do? Oh, I'm from um, Bristol and I'm a graphic designer. Oh, oh, now I don't know much about graphic designing, but I'm imagining that's something that hopefully you've been able to adapt to work from home fairly easily, or have I got that wildly wrong, Linda? No, you've got that absolutely bang on. <laughs> and we've been talking this hour in the show, Linda, about uh, commandeering certain rooms in the house uh, for working from home with this change of environment for everyone. Have you, have you taken over a room with your graphic design stuff? I have indeed. Well, luckily I live on my own, so I can take over the whole flat. <laughs> um, and have there been any bills that have been incurred in uh, this, this change of circumstances? Mm, there has a little bit. Definitely having to train a lot more in certain bits and pieces, having to fork out courses and whatnot. And how have you been getting on during the lockdown? Have you been OK or has it been a bit of a struggle with things? It's been it's been a bit difficult because I don't really have that much family um, around, but um, I do have some lovely friends who have been keeping me going. But um, yeah, it's been a bit of a challenge, a bit up and down, especially with the most recent lockdown. And Bush knows Bristol better than I do, but uh, at least hopefully there's some nice to the world that you can you can get out and stretch your legs in. At least at least that's something. Oh yeah, definitely. When when the lockdown oh, yeah, is over. 
Yeah, which uh, which part of Bristol are you uh, speaking to us from, Linda? I'm in Eastern, um, Redfield. I'm, I'm a fish ponds boy through and through, so it's good oh, to have yeah, someone from the West Country away. on the show. Yeah, yeah, no, not too far away at all. Well, Linda, we promise you that uh, when we address the cheque of £13,000 to you, Bush will write it, you've just won Absolute Radio Pays Your Bills. Uh, oh, my God, what? It's, it's, no. <laughs> this can't be That's real. right. £13,000 is yours. It's been up and down um, during this whole lockdown, but it's certainly going up again. That's fantastic, isn't it? Oh, my gosh, that's so amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm shaking. Linda, it's fair to say there hasn't been a single person that we haven't been happy for whilst we've been doing this the last few days, but I can underline once again tonight, I've got a vibe, I think you needed this, and we're well chuffed for you. Oh, my gosh, you're completely right. Thank you so much. It's our pleasure. Cheers for listening to Absolute Radio. How will you be celebrating this evening? Maybe a takeaway, maybe a tipple? Oh. Just both, both and all of the above. (laughs) (laughs) The the takeaway and delivery people of Bristol are readying themselves for your phone call, considering you've got 13 grand to pay for it. Yeah, watch out all the fried chicken places. I'm hitting you up. (laughs) Oh, imagine it. Yes. Do you know what? I reckon we should... Would you want this money uh, handed over to you in a giant cheque? People don't do giant cheques anymore. This seems like a good giant cheque moment, Linda. It would be a fantastic giant cheque moment, actually. I would love I would love a giant cheque at some point in my life. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> hey, one way or another, £13,000 is yours. Linda, well done. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, tomorrow night will be our next Hometime Watch Along. We're all going to hit play at 8pm on an animated movie. But what is the movie going to be? Thank you for all your fantastic suggestions. So many great animated movies to choose from. Uh, there's been a late bid by Colin T on Twitter to suggest maybe watching When the Wind Blows by Raymond Briggs, that one about the end of the world. I think we've had enough of the apocalypse uh, in 12 months and we can just about stomach. Thanks very much. Uh, The Snowman is a fantastic movie, but uh, that's not quite the same vibe, is it? We are going to go with a movie from 2001 that many of you have suggested this evening. It's an hour and 36 minutes. IMDb, always a very good judge of movies, 8.1 out of 10 for Monsters, Inc. Yes, an absolute modern classic as well. If you don't like Monsters, Inc., you just don't like films, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Without going too movie nerdery here, awesome soundtrack as well from Randy Newman. It is an amazing movie, and tomorrow night at 8 o'clock, we all hit play together, and it's a home-time movie watch-along. I need to get my lounge ready because at the moment I feel I've lost it. I might not be the only person on this, though. I want to find out. Have you lost the lounge? Have you, to be quite frank, have you lost any particular room in your house uh, due to the staying at home that is going on right now? It is becoming increasingly difficult uh, to watch telly in our lounge because a a giant teepee has been erected as uh, as a den uh, for our toddler to uh, play in. But in front of the teepee, you'll quite often find him playing along with his train train track as well 
it's becoming hard to relax in my own front room. But it made me think there's probably other people, uh, whether it be through work or setting up distractions for kids, that have lost rooms in their house due to the fact we're all having to change how we use our houses anyway right now. Uh, do you know, it's interesting you should say that, and this, this makes me feel un- terrible, but our, our youngest daughter, Thea, we got her a TP for a bit. I mean, they look cool on Instagram. You think, you know, you see them, you think, oh, it looks Scandi and fun, doesn't it? It's so cute. And then they just get, get in the way, literally watching telly round the corner of a teepee. You can't see a corner being taken in the football because it's behind the teepee. It's like an obstructed view at Goodison Park. And in the end, I just had to fold it up and get rid of it. I just, I, I snapped. I had to get rid of it. There's the other side of it, though. Even a folded up and packed away teepee, it ain't small. No, this is it. It's uh, it's like a huge, big circle, which is now, I think, wedged somewhere into our shed. The other one that's a pain in the backside is, you know, those tunnels that spring out open. You can get for kids to <laughs> yes. call through. Got one of those down. It can't even can't even tie it up anymore. It takes up a third of the lounge. It's like the channel. And an tunnel. element element of danger if you don't pack it away properly either. Yeah, the black eye. Imagine getting a black eye from one of those things. Rebecca says, Richie, you should go and set up an inflatable armchair, PlayStation, uh, and a beer or wine fridge in your toddler's bedroom. Revenge is sweet. That'd be so good, wouldn't it? Imagine doing that, having a little cubbyhole for yourself. I think the other (laughs) thing that's coming through on the wires tonight is when people's houses become compromised by their other half's business. So you end up with your your front room looking like a Del Boy's flat in Only Fools and Horses with loads of boxes behind the couch. Paul Cornish says, I work from home a few days a week. The fiancé is a buyer now working from home because of COVID. Uh, She's full-time and has the office. It's now full of flipping samples. And I'm getting to know the various delivery drivers well as well. (laughs) Uh, Lee says, we've converted our conservatory into a music room with a drum kit. Countless other stringed instruments... It's for us. It's not for homeschooling. Samuel in Swanage. This used to be a room full of guitars, records and mini discs and even cassettes. It was a beautiful sight to, to behold. And, and now it's an office. It's grim, isn't it? And particularly for me, I think it's the moment when you know it's changed is when you get yourself one of them dead sensible office chairs. You know the ones I mean? Yes. Horrible orthopedic lower back support, that kind of stuff. Uh, although there's quite a few people making comments about the the view that you put on Twitter of what you can see. Obviously, TP, uh, Rocco's TP in the way, but train set on the floor. Matt Lambert says, Richie, you should really pack your train set up when you finish playing with it. <laughs> so as the podcast comes to a close, I thought it might be a good idea for you to hear my knees as I try and get up from the floor. So I'm going to move the microphone to my knees, Bush. I don't know whether they're going to make any noise. I feel like they're going to. Let's see what happens. Ooh, that was quite was underwhelming, little, wasn't it, really? It was a little bit of a crunch in there. Do you know what? I do believe uh, there's there's a future topic in this because I can't kneel down on the floor now for more than like a minute or two because I get in all sorts of trouble. I have to pull myself up on the furniture uh, like uh, someone in like the final round of a boxing bout or whatever. So I feel like there's a knees-based feature coming up on Home Time pretty damn soon. In fairness, I am actually now stretching my body out as if I'm a fast bowler about to come on for an over. Um, And I've just been told by the captain, loosen up. But the thing is, I'm loosening up just because I've got off the ground. It's depressing. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person. We'll wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.